I'm gonna take these off. <laughs> so I, I don't need to see. Okay. You know? Yeah. I don't need to see what we're about to talk. I don't want. I don't want to see what we're about to talk about. I'd rather just turn a blind eye to it and pretend it doesn't exist. It's. I mean. But we probably shouldn't be talking about it on our podcast then if that's how you. Yeah, but it needs to be talked about. Okay. The people need to know. Yeah. The people who don't already know need to know. Okay. What I'm talking about. You'll find out after we introduce (laughs) these beers. So, Adam, please tell the people what we're drinking tonight. We have, I believe, I believe, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. A new brewery for the podcast, which doesn't happen very often. We've been around quite a while. A while. Uh, we have a brew from the Collective Arts cr- uh, Brewing, I believe. Yes, Brewing. Collective Arts Brewing. And they're out of Ontario. Really? Toronto, Whoa. Ontario. Um, Canada. I, yeah, I don't know how we got the uh, Canada down here, but I found this actually in a Publix. So weird, but uh, apparently they have distribution down here. So, anywho's, the beer we have in particular today does not have a cold read on the can that I can find. <laughs> However, um, I was able to look it up online, and it is as follows. This is the Life in the Clouds IPA. Its description is, fall into the rich embrace of this New England-style IPA. Simcoe and Mosaic hops balance each other to make this juicy IPA explosively fruit forward in both taste and aroma while curbing any unbearable sweetness to make an extremely drinkable beer. The huge mouthfeel ensures all of your taste buds are enveloped in a blanket of tropical bliss. Paradise in a can. Mm. Well, that sounds delicious. Yeah. But there's only one way to find out if it actually is. So let's crack these babies open. This is episode 326 of the One Beer In Podcast. Oh, Cheers. Mm. Fruity. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, <coughs> this is the One Baron Podcast. The podcast where two brews, me and this guy, yep. Yep. crack open a brew, and we see where that one brew takes us. My name is Marco Dupa. The great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez to my right. What's up, Brewskies? And like I said, th- episode 326, thank you guys for listening. Drink the... No. Thank you guys for <laughs> listening. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere. Podcast sold, listened to, watched, devoured, enjoyed, all that jazz. Leave us a comment. Leave a comment. 
hateful or otherwise. We like to hear from you, regardless. All right, so let's get cracking into this. I've pushed it off long enough. I've cold opened it long enough. (laughs) This podcast is anchored around a couple of things that keep us in, you know, keep us uh, uh, from from just drifting off into the world, right? Right, that, right. And those anchors are, obviously, good beer and... Good company. <laughs> and I think one of the other anchors is, obviously, video games. Yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, from the... From the start. From the start. From the birth of this show. To this day. To this day. It's been video games. It's been video games. It's been games. the video games. It's been the video games. Uh-huh. And so, uh, we, like a lot of other people, were keeping up with IGN's fan-voted mm-hmm. greatest video games of all time tournament bracket. Yeah. First, before we get into to it at all i don't know why they didn't just wait until march to do this when everybody is doing march madness brackets brackets. yeah kind of weird that they would just pick fucking september october to be like it's time to do a bracket i mean it blew up Uh, there's it blew up because (laughs) of other reasons (laughs) it uh apparently got 26.1 million votes it's a lot i can't believe i can't believe it okay so you're on you're on IGN's website. Yep. Is there anything in there that kind of describes the criteria in which they created the brackets? Um, well, that's a great question. On this page it doesn't really describe from what I can tell how how they came to the games that were decided on in the first place. Cuz it it does seem pretty random. And you clearly have a bigger issue with this than I do. Clearly. But I did find that to be strange. The Just the, the smattering of games from decades ago to last year. Yeah. You know, or a couple years ago. I don't... Ha- I have less a problem with what games they chose and more of a problem with what games they picked to go head-to-head. To make it further into the tournament. Mm. So, okay, here. IGN puts together this list. It's a tournament bracket in the vein of, you know, any kind of like, uh, you know, um, playoff style sure. tournament. Where they go head to head. Fan voted. Whoever wins moves on to the next round. Mm. Fights the next game. So on and so yeah. forth. And real quick, uh, this is the only sentence I saw that had anything to do with how they decided on what games would be there. And it says... We've included games from all systems and generations, and we really wanted to try to pick many of the most beloved games from all different types of genres. So it's just what they thought. That's it. Basically. So it was just a grab bag of, of here's, here's, it really felt like, it really felt like it was put together by either A, people who've never put together a tournament bracket before, <laughs> or B, people who don't know, who uh, a bunch of nerds who don't play sports and don't know how to put together a they, bracket. They did mention right after that sentence, actually, that uh, the way that the bracket was put together was completely random. So there was no thought as far as, like, what the matchups would be. Okay, so the thought is, 
Right. There, there's no thought behind the matchup, but the thought is make them random so that it's just pick people picking whatever right. their game. And so that's my issue uh-huh. because that's a huge problem. And I don't know how they didn't see what problems would arise from just putting 50 games into a bag, shaking that bag, and then just <laughs> letting the chips out. fall as they may. Yeah. That's that's ludicrous. That's insane right, right. to do that in a in, in a – a thing where the genres are so diverse and mm-hmm. so all over the place for you to turn around and be like, yeah, we're going to vote on who we, th- what game is the best. We're going to have a first person shooter versus a JRPG. Sure. Yeah. We're going to have a Dota versus uh, a sandbox. It's it's almost like voting on what the, what your favorite thing that is shown on your tv is you know it's like it's that almost that diverse where it's like okay are we talking movies are we talking video games are we talking uh tv shows yeah no some of the games that were going against each other were so different from each other that i was like there has to be a reason behind this because it's so random there there must be some kind of thought process Mm -hmm. there's no way that they just weren't thinking about this but uh, obviously they weren't obviously the idea was if it's a good game it doesn't matter who it's head-to-head against right and i would like to say that i disagree with that completely yeah i mean it's just uh, that's not true (laughs) no the the matchups matter they they do we're not going to go through every single matchup it's It's a a lot lot. but i would just like to go through just go go back to um which bracket were we looking at we're over here. Honestly, honestly, you can just read through the the first bracket. You can just read the first couple of, of matchups, and it gives you a good idea of what were the uh, diversity, quote-unquote. Okay. So we have Red Dead Redemption going up against Borderlands 2. Which is f- already, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, GTA San Andreas against Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. GTA San, Andre- San Andreas. San Andreas. San Andreas. Versus Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Continue, though. Uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic <laughs> against Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. And you don't have a problem with this. I don't have a problem with the uh, uh, the finalists, I would say. It's all a pretty good collection of games. Continue. I would argue. Uh, we have... Fallout New Vegas versus League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, World of Warcraft against Fortnite. Chrono, Chrono Trigger, Trigger versus, versus Burnout, Burnout 3. 3 takedown. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare versus GoldenEye 007. And look at how much it beat it by. Yeah. Well, okay. So let me, let me get to the crux of why... Because a lot of people obviously were disheartened by the fact that so many of the old games didn't make it as far as you would hope being classics and all. Yeah. I though, of course there are classics. There are classics of video games for sure. I think unlike most other mediums, like, you know, books or, I mean, movies for the most part, video games, the newer they get, the better they've gotten. Sure. I feel like games have only gotten better. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me when you would, you would have the argument that 
Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare is a better game than GoldenEye. Because today and date, it is a better game than GoldenEye. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. So unless we're very specific about what our criteria is as far as like best game based on impact or right. influence, then, you know, I, I have no problem with the newer game winning nine out of ten times. Okay. I... I I can I see that argument and that makes a lot of sense. The problem is the clearly undefined criteria mm -hmm. in which we're basing these games in. Because sure. first of all, this is the first bracket so far right. that makes any kind of sense. And it's only because they're both first person shooters. That's sure. the only reason that this one makes sense. Yeah. And yes, from a quality standpoint, Call of Duty is just objectively a better game. Right, it, it plays just better. Has Call more of Duty features. 007 is. It, try to play Call of Duty 007 <laughs> today. It's uh, rough. You, you'll want to like break the controller yeah. in half. It's so yeah. it's terrible. But you have to clearly define the criteria sure. because now I'm looking at this list and going, well, sure, objectively, it that game plays better, but the innovation at the time, mm -hmm. the impact, the influence, yeah. the longevity, it probably it matters more to you yeah well it matters more to the industry yeah that game matters to the people who made the game that beat it in the bracket well and i don't know though because call of duty modern warfare was a game changer too no pun intended i guess that's true we got inundated with modern warfare shooters after that <laughs> yeah yeah so for better or worse like it it really did change the landscape of gaming so yeah you know but again, that's if we're judging those two things based on the same sure. merit. Yeah. That's not even like the wildest bracket oh, no, that's on not. there. Yeah. Let's see. Portal 2 and The Sims 3. Then you've, you've got God of War 2018 versus StarCraft. StarCraft, yeah. Perfect. Poor old StarCraft. What was that game going to do? Uh, it got 10% of the vote. 10%. <laughs> By the way, huh? <laughs> Who were the ten percent that was like, yeah, it's it's clearly better than God of War, PC Master Race. That's yeah. who it was the only ones. Yeah, no, I bet you they saw that bracket and they were like, we know that God of War is gonna win, so I'm just gonna vote on this because fuck you. That's yeah. why. Yeah, probably. No, go back, go go back up. You're 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 passing the crazy ones. <laughs> okay. Bioshock, uh huh, and Overwatch. Yeah. What do those two games have in common, other than first being person. first person shooters? Yeah. Uh, this, this is a good one too. Minecraft, Minecraft and Fable Two. What do those games have in common? None. Why are they competing against each other? This is and this is my problem. Mm -hmm. I don't have an issue with the games they chose. I have an issue with the fact that the brackets make zero sense. And so, at the end of the day, yes, it probably would have sh shook out the same way. Mm -hmm. But I think if you have these games going against each other in a way that makes more sense, you've got a tougher competition you don't have one game getting 90 percent of the vote why why is that why are those two games even in uh, go, competing against each other yeah, if you know. know for a fact that one game is going to just decimate the other game now on the one hand you i see if it's like say a, a real tournament bracket you would have the eighth seed versus the number one seed mm. right and that's and because that's how uh rankings shake out right right, right. but these games aren't based on rank. They're based on randomness. Mm -hmm. If this if this bracket was created 
from an already established tier list, yeah, then you could you could make sense of why one game that's like an okay game is against one of the most critically acclaimed games of all time. Well, and what confuses me here is that there are it looks like ranking numbers, right? Yes. Super Mario World is one on on the right, and then Red Dead Redemption's one on the left. Yeah. So, so based on what? I I don't know. And in what list? I don't because know. Because what list has because it obviously it looks like they did a one through sixteen for each mm-hmm. like like uh March Madness. Right. But then what's that list? I want to see what that list is. Obviously we can put that list together from the rankings. Sure. But then what based on what? I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's just so weird. Okay, so let's get to like the semis and stuff. Okay. Because now you get to the semis and these games start to make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. San Andreas versus Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. San Andreas won. Um, Warcraft versus <laughs> Modern Warfare. What of Warcraft. Come on. What is that? How? I don't know. Obviously, COD won. Yeah. So then you got COD versus San Andreas. Mm-hmm. San Andreas beats that. Yep. All right. And then on the opposite side. The Last of Us. No, no, go go back to that because I want to see. I want you to see what The Last of Us had to go get. Keep going. No. So first of all, you've got Smash Bros. Ultimate versus Super Mario World uh-huh. again. In what universe are those two games competing? Because here's the other thing. Well, technically, they're in the same universe. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> they, that both of those games work for different reasons. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a compl- not only that, but they're made in completely different eras of gaming. Right. Uh, I mean, if you're going to ask me, is Smash Bros. Ultimate a better game than Super Mario World? That's one that the older game, I feel, shows that it's better because it plays so well today. Yeah. Like, right. you give that to a six-year-old, and he or she can play it like it came out yesterday. Right. So I, and, and then in the next tier, when you have Smash Bros. versus The Last of Us, mm-hmm. in my opinion, both of those are S-tier games yeah. for different reasons. Sure, yeah. They're going for different things. So I couldn't tell you which game I thought was a better game because they're just so completely different. Yeah. I don't think one of those – I don't think – I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. The Last of Us – is a fan, it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's one of the most critically came critically acclaimed. It's an incredible adventure. It's a it's a it's a yada yada yada. Right, you right, know right. this. But in my opinion, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the most. It's some of the most fun I've ever had yeah. playing a video game. It puts together all of the elements that make all of the other games great. It's a game that takes it. It, it takes the minutia and meta that made Melee such a, a, a long-standing fighting mm-hmm. game. It takes all of that, but then it balances it really well for first-time players. Yeah. Then you get every character the game's ever made. I don't see how you could say either one of those is a better, quote-unquote, right. game. The only way I can see you figuring that out is essentially if you just say, which one is better at doing what it's setting out to do, which is very hard to do. That's Yeah. That's a hard thing to decide because, like I said, I think they're both S tier games. Uh, yeah, I think either one of those are ten out of tens. I yes, don't, I don't think yes. there's any way to divvy it up more than that. Like, what are you counting at that point? So then, how do you split them? What is the tiebreaker when you've got two games that you say are perfect? What is the tiebreaker? Perfect. 
your enjoyment level. What they mean to you personally, I guess. Because then now you have to start getting into the criteria right. of the list. What is are it we longevity? Off of? Is it impact? Yeah. Is it innovation? Mm-hmm. Is it enjoyment level? Is it the graphics? Is it the playability? Right. Like all of those things have to go into this. You can't just be like, because if you just looked at this list, I could have, with my eyes closed, just clicked through and voted on these sure. on these, and probably would have got close to the same brackets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, any hooser. So Smash Bros. Ultimate went up against Last of Us. Last of Us won. Decimated it, by the way. Halo 2 went up against GTA 5, and GTA 5 won. Tell me you don't have a problem with that. <sighs> Not just it winning. Look at the number it the, won uh, by. The amount that it won by is a little troubling. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. As a Halo stan, why uh, isn't Halo? Why isn't Halo against Call of Duty? That's a good question. Well, isn't that a closer comparison? It would be, yeah. Um, that being said, I mean... I can't take anything away from GTA 5 because obviously they're still putting content out for it. Sure. Um, Let's go to that next one. This is right. a, this is a good Pokemon one. Pokemon Yellow versus Batman Arkham City. Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? For, first of all, I wouldn't even say Pokemon Yellow is the best Pokemon I was going to bring that up. I was gonna, why Yellow? Why Yellow in particular? Strange. I don't think it, I Strange choice. Yeah. But, I, uh, I think you'd have to go with gold or silver if you're going with, like, or even red or blue. Mm-hmm. Yellow, I guess, because of the innovation of having, like, Pikachu with you. and like. Anyway. Whatever. Of Shut course, up, old man. It gets destroyed Batman by Arkham City. Pikachu right in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Dark Souls up against Rise of the Tomb Raider and Dark Souls 1. Mm-hmm. Then we have Apex Legends against Titanfall 2. The first bracket that makes the most sense, and it's in the semis, and it's two games made by the same people. Mm -hmm. Finally, we get a bracket that makes any kind of sense. And it was close. It was a close. Exactly. Look. Close race. Probably the closest out of most of them. Yeah. And Titanfall 2 won. Thank you very much. It deserved to win. Thank you very much. Uh, And Bloodborne up against Tetris. (laughs) This is what I'm, look at. I mean, this is what I'm saying, man. Yeah. Why is Tetris even on the list? Tetris is the Dark Souls of puzzle games. <laughs> just yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But again, very close, very close match here. Um, mm-hmm. Tetris lost <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Some- I mean, Bloodborne's a great game. Don't get me wrong, but it's not Tetris. No. Um, Metroid Prime up against Super Mario Bros. Three. All right. I guess era wise. Yeah, pretty close. Prime was a little later. Uh, Super Mario Bros. 3-1, Resident Evil 4 up against Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and Breath of the Wild 1. All right. Uh, Breath of the Wild up against Bloodborne and Breath of the Wild 1. Batman Arkham City up against GTA 5. Of course, GTA 5 won. Yeah. Um, and then we were up against Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and GTA 5. And guess who won that? I don't know. <laughs> GTA 5. So uh, we ended up with um, GTA 5 against God of War. Yep. And it was unveiled today. And the winner is... God of War. God of War. The greatest video game ever made, as voted by you, the fans. God of War 2018. The greatest game ever made. Which, let me say, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... I'm... 
I'm not super like. By the way, I didn't hear Metal Gear Solid at all. I know Snake Eater's on the list. Yeah, and got beat. Yeah, uh, but no MGS. No one yeah. or five or five. Yeah. So yeah, just throwing that out there. I think Final Fantasy VII was on the list somewhere. Got beat pretty quickly. Another one. Another where it's one. like there's there's games that are usually on these Half Life got Half Life Two got beat by Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is just silly, insane. Yeah. So you've got at Rock Band versus Tetris. Tetris. All right. Why? Why and how? Oh, look at how they massacred my boy, Persona yeah, Five Royal. Exa- exactly. I I was waiting for you to find that one. It hurts. <laughs> there it is. Seven. Yep. Final Fantasy Seven versus Breath of the Wild. That's just not fair. <laughs> right. It's just not well, fair. I, but that's that's also my point. Is like games get better over time. But put them in the same genre at least. I. Get, but that would only expose the disparity more, in my opinion. Like if you put like it, I mean, it happened with um with Goldeneye. But how? But it at least makes more sense. Sure. If you put them in the same, if you if your brackets are made up of sandbox, first person shooter, action adventure, platformer, yeah, then you at least have some kind of criteria to go on, and then you can say, yeah, God of War is the best action adventure mm-hmm. game. It's better than say Uncharted as like a pseudo linear. Well, Uncharted's pretty linear, but. You, you you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. can at least judge them based on the merit of them being the same thing. And if you're not looking at the longevity and the impact and all that other jazz, and you're just looking at well, which one do I just enjoy playing more? Yeah. You can at least base base it on that. Why is Tetris competing in this list at all? There's no other game on this list that is like Tetris. Yeah, that is an argument for and against Tetris <laughs> in this uh, cri- yeah. in this criteria. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't see any other like puzzle games. Right. So at least if there was uh, a whole bracket of just puzzle games, you could say, well, of course Tetris is the best. But then, I mean, I don't know. You might have a dark horse that wins or whatever. Yeah. I guess maybe you can consider Portal Two it a puzzle game, but yeah, it's not the same. That would have made more sense though. Portal yeah. Two versus Tetris sure. would have made way more sense. Sure. Then you could look at it and go, hmm. At this point in the history of video games. Are we judging these things based on the legacy of a game or just the straight up, like, which one's a better game? Right. Because Portal is a better game than Tetris. Just, it is. But Tetris is one of the most popular games ever created. Well, it's like uh, Tetris, Tetris isn't, Tetris goes, like, beyond, (laughs) like, the the criteria. It, It is a thing like it is it's an entity outside of gaming almost like yeah. it, it's just it's less a video game and more just a game it's like it's S- like it's a like board S- game it's like sudoku or something yeah. you know like tetris is a thing it's a there's a tetris like games right so why is it even on the list i don't know i don't know you gotta you gotta ask mr ign mr ign mr owl i i, I just i need answers i need to understand the criteria because i as it stands, this just seems so random. Yeah. Of course, God of War. I mean, God of War might win regardless of criteria because it's that good. Yeah. And I accept that. I have no issue with that. I have no issue with those two games being in the finals mm-hmm. because I do think that their greatness is on that level. Sure. 
It's just once it's just the fucking bodies that are in its wake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just how like, it got there. It's not fair. It's very rough. Is all is all I'm saying. There just needs to be yeah. something. Uh, just make it make sense. Yeah, that's all. That's all I care about. It's fair. You know, it's fair. And it's fucking. Oh, it's always IGN with this bullshit, man. It's always <laughs> fucking IGN doing this stupid shit. Don't you start. <laughs> just saying. It's always fucking IGN. Yeah. Well, it worked. It was. Huge. Apparently. Huge. 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 Uh, something else that was huge. Huge. Was, it wasn't Nintendo Direct, right? It was. It, it was? was Nintendo Direct, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about anything else on Nintendo Direct before we get into the huge news? Uh, sure. I mean, there was, speaking of old games, um, they announced that the Switch Online is getting an upgrade in which you can play a smattering of N64 games and Sega Saturn games. Very exciting stuff. Or Genesis. Genesis. I was just about to say Sega Saturn. Sorry. That came afterwards (coughs) and nobody bought it. Nobody bought it. Um, But yeah, so that's exciting news. The only thing that tempered that news for me is they didn't announce how much it's going to (laughs) cost. Yeah. So, And you know whenever somebody's coy about the price... Right. It's a lot. There's a re- there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. It, it's still cool. And I, I like that they have the uh, the controllers that they're coming out with again, like they did for the NES and SNES games. Yeah. 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 So that'll be cool. Yeah. That'll be cool. I, I want the translucent controller. ones, though. I yeah. want them to come out with the like, what was it purple? Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. They were purple and translucent. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Buddy of mine had those. Yeah. And I was like, that's I called that one every anytime I was over there. Mm-hmm. Played Smash Bros. I won. Um, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was I think that was the biggest one for me it, it, as far as that went. Because I mean, there was like a Kirby game they announced, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about Kirby nowadays. Sorry. Yeah, just whatever. You know, you know, I've I've been I, having this tweet in my head for a long time that I just feel Ooh. like I need to get out here because I just in have the drafts. Yeah. Um, there are too many games. Like, there's <laughs> enough video games. We don't need any more. That we're good. Yeah, I feel that way. I just there there are enough. I have enough to play. Yeah, it, it's fine. I don't I don't want to keep up anymore. There's too much. <laughs> there are too many games. Yeah, life is short. There's too many games. <laughs> life is short. There's too many games. I can't do it. That's, so I just I've been feeling it's a that bumper sticker. Yeah, I've been feeling that. So I don't know if any of you guys out there feel that, but. Uh, too many games. Hashtag too many games. Too many games. No, I mean, you're not wrong. The thing is, a lot of these games that, that come out that we're just inundated with, could they really could use a two to three year life cycle. Mm-hmm. Think about how many games come out yearly because we expect them to. Yeah. Versus just making the game when, when it's ready. Yeah. Now, obviously, that can go in the other direction and you can have a game like GTA that's just forever. And and people are like, I mean, how long are we going to play the same game? And GTA is like, <laughs> as long as you keep paying for it. <laughs> Rockstar, rather. It's like, yeah. Yeah. As soon as you stop paying us, yeah, we'll work on something else. But yep. right now, since you fools will keep <laughs> funneling money into this. Your V-Bucks or whatever. Everybody is pretending like, oh, that's it. I'm not playing GTA anymore. And it's like. If you've been playing up until this point, you're not stopping. I don't. Honestly, You're man, keep play. I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can continue to play that game. 
My thing is, I think it's a it's obviously one of the greatest games ever made. It's 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 awesome. But the GTA Online portion, uh, once you've played all of the missions that you can play on there, I, I just don't. I can't grapple with the lo- the replayability that people. Well, how could you be playing that game still right now? It's because it's because it's online and therefore forever changing. So they're constantly updating the missions so there's still stuff to do but are they they are yeah they have they've come out with packs and stuff i don't know i don't follow that (laughs) um but yeah no they've been they've been updating it and then on top of that it's you know if you have a crew and that's what you guys do every thursday night or whatever um there's constantly new people in there that you're playing with and you know it's always new in that sense i mean there's people still playing like counter-strike right like i guess yeah what people do if you're if your um foundation's that solid i feel like you can play some games forever yeah you play you could play uh halo forever online yeah i guess that's true i mean yeah i guess i guess that's true i kind of wish they had just given red dead just anything <sighs> you know just a little oomph yeah. Any kind of energy. Well, and I've seen that they've come out every once in a while with like new missions or Yeah, now they have, but it took them forever. Took, I just, it took them long enough that I played that game, finished it, played the online, then was like, Okay, what's next? And they were like, Nothing. Yeah, no, that that's what happened to me too. It took too long for them to start rolling stuff out and I didn't have like a crew of people to get me to stay online. No. So I was like, eh, it takes up too much space. I mean I guess me you and Juan could do he wants to re-download he wants to get back into GTA online yeah I've been curious about looking at but I also don't want to spend a bunch of money on all the DLC that's the other thing I don't have I don't play it enough to spend all that money on all the DLC do the missions cost I don't think the missions cost but like I know oh to get uh, like a fighter jet and stuff yeah all that like all the cool shit basically yeah and then you're just seeing people whizzing around having fun and you're just like um poor <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to do this yeah i don't want to spend all that money yeah but uh okay anyway i don't know <laughs> what what else there was there was the the n64 mm-hmm. which i think they're bringing back banjo kazooie on that i think i saw that which is weird because it's a xbox property now yeah so that'll be interesting to yeah. see how they pull that off i just want to play uh Conquers Bad Fur Day again, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see how that plays. Yeah. The online on Conquers Bad... Not online, but the multiplayer on Conquers Bad I was going to say, Bad what Friday, are you talking about? The multiplayer. <laughs> what universe are you is from? so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. I think we I think we played that we for did. a little bit. We did for yeah. like a like a little minute. Yeah. For a minute. On, because I was talking it up so much. Uh, on the uh, the Xbox yeah. one. Yeah. But it was that like the way that the... the ra- X- rare replay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why Rare thought, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put our frame around it. We're going to make it super. We're going to. I don't know what that aspect aspect ratio mm. is, but we're going to just like ruin your experience. Yeah. I don't know why when video game companies do that, when they're like, here's uh, a, uh, a port of this game that you love. But also we're going to put it in this huge in this little box. Mm hmm. Because that's how you used to play it, right? And it's like, well, no. I have a 50-inch TV. <laughs> yeah. I want to play it on the TV. I, I, I don't... I think a lot of them nowadays have, like, a stretch option where you can just, like... <laughs> it looks like shit. But it looks awful. 
It's like if you terrible. can't if you can't just port it in a way that yeah, it's well, gonna go widescreen. It's because most of them are just being emulated. They're just emulating the game, so right. they're not going to put in the time to get it in the correct aspect ratio. Which is just hilarious to me that they're that they're like you don't get to download an emulator. We, we <laughs> download the emulator and sell it to you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So all right. That's fun and exciting. If you have a Switch, that's, I mean, it's just a killer deal. I mean, as long as it's affordable, yeah, I'll definitely yeah. get it just because that's awesome. You of know? course. Cool. Yeah. All right. We've been putting it off enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about it. Yep. So they announced, which I actually was kind of confused about this. At first, I thought it was a live action movie, and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't believe this. They're doing. They're finally bringing back Super Mario to the big screen mm-hmm. in an animated movie, and the cast. Well, I wouldn't say leave something to be desired, but let's just say it's a. This confusing is the uh, is the only word that I can really. A come spicy up with. meatball. So, if you do the honors. All right. Well. There's very little else known about this Super Mario movie, but we know it's going to come out in December 2022. And the cast list includes Chris Pratt as Mario, Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, (laughs) Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad, (laughs) Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, and Kevin Michael Richardson as comic was it comic who k-a-m-e-k kamik i don't know how to pronounce oh the uh the guy who floats yeah yeah kamik kamik yeah because he's the cameraman yeah kamik yeah right i think oh no it's that wizard guy it's the wizard guy yeah it's not the cameraman why is well i mean they have every character in the game actually pretty much because the extended cast list gets even stranger yeah when you go through the whole thing how to pronounce <laughs> <laughs> how do you pronounce it do they ever say his name in game i don't think so yeah how are we supposed to pronounce it? how are you supposed to know how to pronounce it does he say his own name like a pokemon i don't know man let's Where's just say kamek kamek comic kamek comic yeah. Kamek. Okay. Kamek. Our boy Kamek. <clears throat> Kamekula. All right. <laughs> so, uh, get in here cuz last last one I was I was lounging but I wasn't in the video. So, Kamek is voiced by who? Keegan Michael Key. Star-Lord, man. Star-Lord, man. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. Kevin Michael Richardson. Kevin Michael Richards. Who is that? This guy. I don't know who that guy is. He's probably like a famous voice actor. Yes. He's been in the Cleveland show, Invincible, and Avatar, The Last Airbender. Oh, is he the guy who took over for the white dude yes, in the Cleveland show? Yes, I think so. I think so. Mm, interesting. That was a whole other thing that eh, I don't want to talk about yeah, that. No, anyway, all right. This movie obviously is just it's going to be something that 
I, I, I honestly, dude, I'm. I saw this list and I was just confused. I wasn't even angry. <laughs> I was just confused yeah. by what emotion are they going for? What vibe are they going for? What's what's really the point of all this? <sighs> yeah, and the thing that confuses me more is the fact that Mario is inherently like a almost like a silent game, like voice voice wise. Yeah. Other than like grunts and wahoos and stuff, like Wahoo! you're not used to hearing Mario have conversations. Oof! <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> um, so uh, hearing him just have a conversation is going to be kind of jarring. It's going to be strange. Yeah, uh, even if it's not Chris Pratt, like how do you make that work? Because you're expecting him to have that original voice, and yeah. Him having that original voice prolonged would probably be really irritating. Right. So it's smart in a way that they're going for, like, you know, someone with a normal voice. And Chris Pratt has said that he's not going to use, like, a fake Italian accent. So Mario is just going to be like, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah, like like the Lego movie. Yeah, <coughs> exactly. So, But Chris Pratt's voice and part of the reason that he's... Part of the reason that he gets the roles that he gets is because, like, he has this youthfulness to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's seen, he's a guy who's, I don't know, in his late 30s, maybe early 40s, I'm not sure. But he sounds and acts like a guy, like a frat guy, and like, mm-hmm. like an 18, 19-year-old guy. Yeah. Which works, and, and that's part of, like, what he, that's why he gets the roles that he gets. Right. Those are, I wouldn't say he's typecast yet, but I think he's getting pretty close. So, again... What are they going for? Because Mario, even as a character, even if you don't hear him speak, is an older guy. He's a mature. <laughs> are you sure? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> you don't get to grow a mustache like that yeah. and not be in your late 30s. I guess. He's not He's not a young guy. Could be. No. He's just Italian. No, he's a plumber. <laughs> you can be a plumber and be young. Yeah, sure. You go to like what? Plumber two, school? Two years of trade school, right? No. <laughs> no, okay. no. You fall into being a plumber once everything else into doesn't the pipe. work. You fall you <laughs> and you get down there and they go, Life hasn't worked out for you, has it, Mario? Well, we've got your plunger right here, bud. And that's what are you looking at? To earn a Florida plumbing license, you will need four years of plumbing experience. Four years? You have to go to four years? <laughs> you are not required to have a license for your apprenticeship. After your apprenticeship, you can get your journeyman plumbing license. Journeyman And even then, you're license. a journeyman. You're just a journeyman. Hey. You four still, years of experience. I mean, say you, you start that journey at 18. You're still a young man when what you come out What are you talking about? Huh? What are you talking about right <laughs> you now? You can be a young plumber. 18-year-old... Wants wants to be a plumber? Sure, why not? What are you talking about? Everyone needs a plumber. What man. country are you from? Uh huh? where are you what what country are we talking about that has men striving <laughs> to be plumbers at eighteen years old? Italy, obviously. Obviously, that's where they come from. They're all exports from Italy. Yes. So So he's gonna have a super youthful voice. Then you've got Charlie Day. Mm-hmm. Who's obviously not going to put on a voice because his voice is. But that's the thing. They picked a bunch of guys who 
they're mo- they're known almost as much for their voices as they are for for who they are. Sure, uh, I mean he's p- gonna be his manic self, right? Like yeah. screechy and ah, yeah, which fits Luigi. I feel well. It fits the spirit of Luigi, but it doesn't fit Luigi's look. But then he doesn't maybe, have to look like Luigi, though. You think they're going to change their character design too? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying his voice. He, okay, I misunderstood. I, I thought you meant Charlie Day doesn't look like Luigi. And that's no, a no, 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 no. <laughs> I meant his voice doesn't look like it would come out of Luigi. Oh, okay. But then maybe that's my bias for always just wanting to hear him go, mm. Mario. <laughs> so. Maybe that, yeah, maybe that's on me. But then you've got Jack Black as Bowser, which is the only part of the casting that I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Totally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that awesome. works. That works perfectly. Keegan Michael Key is Toad, which, all right, is Toad black in <laughs> canon now? <laughs> I could see him putting on a voice for Toad because he can put on voices, like. Sort of. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I can I can see him pulling that off. I think he can pull on like a you know nasally high pitch. <laughs> I think <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's Toad. That's exactly what Toad sounds it like. It sounds just like Look him. Look it up. Yeah. I think based on the rest of the casting, that he's just gonna be Keegan Michael Key mm. and Toad is gonna be black in canon now. Okay. That's I'm what okay, I I'm okay with that's that. What I'm yeah. thinking. Um, I can't wait for Fred Armisen to be Cranky Kong and not try at all. Yeah. And just be like, yeah, yeah. Well. That's going to be funny. Then you've got Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, which again, this feels like um, the the Emoji movie <laughs> where they just had these high-profile yeah. actors playing these random things, and it didn't matter what they played it, you were there for the actors. You right. weren't there for just the characters. Just the cast. The cast list was supposed to get people in. But you've 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 picked the one of the most iconic IPs in video game history, and you're like, yeah. And then we're gonna have uh, Chris Pratt play the main character, an Italian plumber who doesn't speak. Yeah. Chris Pratt. I mean, I, if you told me they were making like a Zelda movie, and then Chris Pratt was the voice actor for. Uh, Link, I'd be like, oh, okay, I can see that. Uh, though his voice is youthful, I still think he'd come off too old for Link. I see Link as like being like early 20s. So then you admit that it does matter. It matters that Chris Pratt sounds the way he does. Of and, course. And it's going to look and of it's going to be Mario. Of course it matters, Marco. <laughs> oh, that being said, Anya Taylor-Joy feels a good idea for Princess Peach. Yeah. I mean, no offense to her, but they just could have picked any white woman. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, let's be honest. Well, no, she sound, She has like a very delicate voice, and I feel like eh. it, it lends well any to Princess Peach. Fucking Brie Larson or fucking... Ah. It's the first white woman that comes to my head. Understandable. <laughs> it's fine. Any of them could have done that. Yeah. And honestly, for that, if you're going to pick Chris Pratt, then any Chris in Hollywood could have done this. That is a fair point. That's a fair point. Also, it doesn't make me feel very confident when the writer, Matthew Fogel, is known for Minions Rise of Gru. He did also help write the Lego Movie 2, though. Yes, but the Lego Movie 2 is a lesser movie compared to Lego Movie 1. That's also true. It's good, but 
you know, without it riding the good vibe waves of Lego Movie 1, who knows? You know what's funny? Nintendo waited almost two decades to do another feature-length film with this uh, IP. Mm-hmm. And then this is the best that they could come. Well, yeah, up with. They, they were that scared off by what happened with the live-action Mario movie in the '90s. I mean, if we're looking at character design, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, yeah. were perfectly cast. Yeah, at the very least, the movie was perfectly cast. They got that right. Dennis Hopper <laughs> as Bowser, yeah, is an inspired perfection. choice. Yeah. Yeah. If only everything else worked out. We should watch that. I want to. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, and apparently uh, Charles Martinet, the original voice actor of Mario, is going to be in there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I'm just not looking forward to this. <laughs> it just is we'll too see. weird. We'll see. I need to see some kind of trailer because right now I'm just so confused still. I'm just like, what? What are we looking forward to? I what think, is this going to be? I think it could work out. Um, do I have high hopes? No. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we will see, won't we? <laughs> we will. We will see. Mm. Uh, you said something about Italians. We're like upset about this. Yes. Yes. Both ironically and seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I saw both both options on Twitter. How can you as an Italian person actually be upset by this? Okay, so I understand. I get it. Because, obviously, Mario is a giant stereotype. Uh Uh-huh. And so far has not been played by an Italian. Uh Uh-huh. So some people saw this as an opportunity to have an actual Italian come in with a real Italian accent and voice Mario. Uh-huh. That was the idea. <laughs> Were they going to get a real dragon to voice Bowser? <laughs> you sound like a grandpa. <laughs> oh, that's why they're actors. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I'm acting like a dragon. I don't have to be a real dragon, you know? <laughs> Diversity. Uh, um, yeah, so that was that was the genuine side of it. The ironic, non-genuine side was like this is discrimination <laughs> discrimination yeah but they were joking uh, by uh, and large i'm sure there were some people who were actually upset about it but uh by and large i saw lots of tongue-in-cheek like this is awful how dare you yeah i mean is there this push for italians to get roles I mean, I can see where Italian Americans feel like they're only represented as mobsters and pizzeria owners and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, sure, it could have been an opportunity to have either an Italian American or an actual Italian uh, from Italy take this role and and kind of flip what is a caricature of a stereotype. Of, oh, of yeah. Italians. And th- and then have him do like a monologue in the middle of the movie and show <laughs> <laughs> like I I just we're taking a guy who doesn't even speak in the video uh-huh. games and all right <clears throat> I guess my my stance on it is if you're going to make this movie just use the guy who's been doing it the whole time. But again, just, I feel like that would be really grating after a while. Yeah, well Mario is a grating character <laughs> after a while. I mean, 
it, it is great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, even making this movie, the idea is grating. <laughs> like, yeah. And and then and you you the idea of having all these big name actors play these characters, they're obviously trying to go in such a direction that is opposite of anything that we could expect that you can't. So it'd be one thing to if you have every character in the game be super um uh, uh, spot on, I guess. So you have two Italians do the voices of the brothers. Sure. You have a guy. You have like a really talented voice actor do Bowser. Mm-hmm. You have you know just I guess Anna, whatever her face Anya Taylor Joy play Peach because she just can because you know sure. just pick any white woman. And then you pick I don't know the voice actor who does Toad, or I just keep it Keegan Michael Key, I guess. Sure. <laughs> just have yeah. to be black and canon. That's fun. Yeah. Then you do that movie, but then it's like, well, what, what even is the point of this? But then what even is the point of any of this? What is the point of living? Okay. <laughs> well, the point of this, I would say, is to make money. Of That's the, the point of living, too, I guess. Ain't that America? <laughs> make money for a company. Yeah. And then die. Um. Anyway. <laughs> so I... I found a genuine response from an Italian American uh, okay. on this on this subject of Chris Pratt being cast. Um, it's from Brian Brian Altano from IGN dot com. Um, Altano's not an Italian name. Altano. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, and I quote from his Twitter: uh, "I get why Nintendo hired a big movie star to lead the Mario movie, but I wish they had an Italian slash Italian American voice actor as Mario." Almost every Italian stereotype on film is angry mafia guy. Mario is a caricature, sure, but an Italian lead could have made that their own. Um, And then he went on to say, since folks are asking who I think would have been a better pick, I'm not a casting director, but I think Saverio Raimondo, who recently played Ercole in Pixar's Luca, would have done a perfect or done a fantastic job uh, of course, correcting some of those. Of course, correcting. Course correcting some of those old Nintendo Italian stereotypes. Hmm. Uh, last thing I'll say in this thread, uh, and that I need to make abundantly clear: I'm not boycotting this movie. I'm not asking for it to be canceled. I'm not even asking for a recast. I'm just offering my perspective. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. That's it. What What about the? <clears throat> what does the guy sound like who did that? Who did the uh, the Super Mario TV show from the '90s? Because he spoke in that. I think it may have been the original voice actor. Nah, uh, it couldn't have been that Charles guy. Charles Martinet. Um, I don't think he came around until uh, after or around the N64, right? I don't think he was. Uh, let's see. Who voiced Mario in the cartoon? Because I think he just had like one of these kind of voices in the in the show. What are you going to do? Hey, fucking Mario, you know? Super stereotypical. Super Mario Bros. Super Show. Sorry about that. Uh, let's see the cast. Okay. Lou Albano was Mario. Is he an Italian? Sounds like it. I mean, yeah. And Danny Wells was Luigi. Look up Lou Albano. So he's just some voice actor, though. Well, he played him because it was... Both a live action and cartoon. 
So he played him. He played Mario as a guy, too. Look at that fucking guy. He looks like a pro wrestler. He was a pro wrestler. No shit. <laughs> yes, he was. Italian-American professional wrestler, Lou Albano. Hell Amazing. yeah. Amazing. Okay. This is awesome. This information fucking rocks. <laughs> uh, he was known as Captain Lou Albano. Yeah. This is awesome, man. Born in Rome, Italy. Amazing. Wow. Like... Fucking soup, like really Italian. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, let's get some fat Italian to play <laughs> Mario. <laughs> hey, Wait, hey, does he have a WWE page? Was he like Captain Lou Albano? There no he shit. Is. <laughs> All right. I yeah. mean, he definitely looks like a guy who's like, "Whoa, uh-huh. I'm Mario, you fuck." <laughs> uh, he attended the University of Tennessee on a football scholarship too. Good for him. Yeah, I'd love for just fucking Lou Albano to do it. He's dead now, but rest in peace, Captain Lou Albano. Mm-hmm. Gone but not forgotten. Now, now we, yeah, we <laughs> remember. We well, can't now. forget somebody who you never knew. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, yeah. wait. Can you YouTube like how he, how he uh, performed? Uh, Not in WWE is his <laughs> Mario performance. Mario cartoon. Muabano. It's the motherfucking Mario, you fucking fuck. What's going on with your computer? No. Oh, it's melting. Oh god. Well there he is. <laughs> there he is. Well, this is so weird, dude. We can see them, but we can't hear them. Okay, all right. Uh, We'll watch it later. Yeah. I I need to hear how he performed this. But, yeah. uh, I mean, all in all, it's just the the Hollywood machine. You know, you get all of these big-name actors and actresses, um, and you really just get to a point where, like, the target audience isn't going to give a shit. You know, all of all the adult nerds are going to be upset, are upset. But at the end of the day, they're trying to make two hundred million dollars at the box office. They don't give a shit what we think. Yeah. And Chris Pratt's a known commodity and he's yeah going to have a pull. Kids, kids nowadays, they know most of the kids nowadays. They know who these characters are and they know who the actors are. They're yeah. just as much a fan of the actors as they are of the characters that they play. Mm-hmm. There, There's not a lot of kids, once you age out of, I don't know, elementary school, you start, You especially now in 2021 with social media and TikTok and how much kids like absorb information and how much information there is out there. Kids are, they are fans of actors. Like actual actors, right? And they They'll follow, follow them. them. Mm-hmm. So, to just see this casting and go, you know, Chris Pratt's the main character. Jack Black is the the villain. Oh, that's the guy from School of Rock or whatever cool shit that he just ended up. Jumanji. In. Jumanji. That's yeah. yeah. That's probably the one, right? Yeah. Jumanji is the the movie that they're gonna latch onto. They're gonna see that and just go see it. Adults are gonna go see it with their kids because they have to. 
we will probably see it out of morbid curiosity. Mm-hmm. And then there's just going to be a handful of people who are like, no, I'm not. I'm going to boycott this movie. And it's like, okay, do whatever you want, man. We're all going to see sure. it. So not that mission serious. accomplished, I guess. It's not just so serious, weird. Right yeah. now, I'm just it's just so confusing. That's all it is. I'm just confused. I'm really, again, I don't, I don't even know how you could be offended right now because what are they even doing with this? I don't know. I don't think anyone knows, and therefore I'm going to forget about it until we get a trailer. Absolutely. And I suggest you do too. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know. We're at an hour. What do you think? So all I got. So all I got. So all I got. Well, before we get out of here, we got to do the shears of the I week. Know, I know. I have to. I have to get more beer in my glass, though. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I might as well crack open a second one. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, folks. It's a lot of Fs. If you do a cheers. Fun fact, you fuck. With water or with nothing in your glass, it's bad luck. So don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. My ass. Okay. I need to put that thing back down there. Yeah, you got to put that thing back down there. Put yeah. That thing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, Is that your Mario audition? Don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Is that offensive? I'm sorry. It is probably to somebody. Um, <coughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you think that was offensive? That's offensive to everybody. <laughs> that poor is offensive. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. You got two punks in there. Yeah. That's no good. Uh, okay, my cheers of the week, sir, is to Squid Game, the Netflix show. Nice. So, Squid Game, if you don't know, it's a uh, Korean TV show that has been absolutely killing it online. It's on Netflix, Netflix exclusive. It is set to be the biggest Netflix show, uh, I think, of all time. I think of all time. At least international. Yeah. International. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, like, Stranger Things did bigger numbers. But uh, I was completely surprised by this show. Um, didn't know anything about it. Started watching it. Um, purposefully didn't binge it, which I think is really important. Hmm. Though I wanted to. Okay. Um, I'm about halfway done with it now. And it is some of the best TV I've seen this year. Nice. Uh, highly, highly recommended. <laughs> Lots of twists and turns. Um, read some subtitles, you monsters. It's okay. You'll be <laughs> fine. You'll survive. Read the subtitles, you monsters. Um, yeah, really good, exciting TV that um, kind of fits the holiday season. The Halloween season, the Halloween holiday season, I should say. Right, right, right. Um, because it's it, uh, no, no spoilers, but it does get a bit gory. Uh, there are some saw-like elements to it. Ooh. Um, very suspenseful. Ooh. Uh, but uh, all anchored by a, a heart and really good cast, really good ensemble cast. So check it out. Avoid uh, spoilers. I say watch it this week, this weekend if you can. Take your time though. Mm. Just stay off the internet. It's worth it so far. I'll let you guys know if it sucks in the end. 
Because <laughs> it might. I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Good call. Uh, my cheers of the week goes to Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> uh, Clyde Edward, Edwards Hilaire, uh, Chris Carson, Adam Thielen, th- th- excuse me, Thielen, Debo Samuel, Tyler Lockett, Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Marquise Brown, and the rest of my fantasy team. I was going to say, is this your fantasy team? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers to that. These guys have shown up for me week in and week out. I am 3-0 and so far nice. in both of my leagues. And uh, I can't tell you what it does to my mood when I win in fantasy yeah. for the week. It's just... It's a it's it's the wind beneath my wings. It's the wind. It's the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> nice. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's it's uh, it, it just just starts you off on the right foot. You yeah. know when you're going into the week a winner, at yeah. least in one thing in life. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> you can hold on to that. You can hang your head, mm-hmm. hang your hat rather. Yeah. On that on that thing. Yep. And football's just been really fun this year. Like it's just been there's just been some wild things last week. We got two of the greatest plays in NFL history happen mm. on the same day. Uh, a kicker tried to kick a 69-yard field goal. Nice. <laughs> he missed. Mm. The opposing team ran that back for a touchdown. Ties the longest play in NFL history. 109-yard kickoff return. Uh, that's the tie for the longest play in NFL history. Mm. Then, thirty minutes, less than thirty minutes later, another kicker kicks a sixty-six yard field goal, which is now the NFL record for longest field goal. Justin Tucker of the Baltimore Ravens mm. kicked a sixty-six yard field goal. He doinked it off the bottom <laughs> of the uprights, oh. and it fucking flipped in. God, it was amazing. And it's just been an incredible year this year. Yeah, tell it to a Jets fan. Oh, man, dude. Ooh. <laughs> the Jets suck so much dick. It's crazy. It's, uh, but the thing is, it's almost comforting. In what? How much they lose? Because it's consistent. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You give them that. It, they're very that. consistent no matter what. Zach Wilson threw four picks last week. Just over and over and over again. I thought it was I thought what are they doing to this young man? Just take him out of the game. Why are they making him do this? But then I realized it's like, you know what? Trial by fire. Sure. Let the kid go out there, fucking just let him do it. Just let him fucking make mistakes. If they if they let him have a long leash to work with, then I respect it. If they let this kid throw fucking four picks, don't take him out of the game and then in three games, go. You fucking suck. You're done. You're out. Right, right. Look at your numbers. That's fucked yeah. up. But if you let him make mistakes in real time, learn from those mistakes. Because here's the thing: a lot of really good quarterbacks were just dog shit sure. in the beginning of their career. Yeah. And you know, it's not the end of the world. <sighs> Hall of Famers throw picks like that. Eli threw picks like that. Peyton threw picks like that. Joe Namath threw picks like that. It's fine. You give the kid the chance. To rectify the situation, you let him lose, and you let him lose big time. 
so that oh, he knows what that feels like. <laughs> we all know how that feels. <laughs> and then, and then, hopefully, at some point, he turns around and he knows what feeling uh, winning feels like. I so. hope so, but uh, I think right. it's pretty clear we uh, may have wanted to stick with Darnold. Yeah, yeah, the Jets suck, and Sam Darnold had a really good game last week. So uh, doesn't he, look good. He had a great game against the Jets. Uh-huh. It looked great. It's happy for him. Yep. Happy for him. And happy for my fantasy team. Oh, Both yes. of them. Of course. Of course. Uh, college football has been really good, too. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Well, not if you're an FSU fan. That's true. Which, by proxy, uh, makes me hurt. Yeah. No, it sucks. That sucks, watching that. so. And uh, UCF had a terrible game, too. So Yeah. Well, a terrible loss. Some bad plays in the game, too. <sighs> so there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> Those were the cheers of the week. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Let's review these brewskis and get the fuck out of here. This is a New England IPA from the Collective Arts Brewing. It's called The Life in the Clouds. Yes. Obi, what would you think? Well, we should mention um, Collective Arts Brewing has apparently independent artists uh, do the art for their cans. And that's kind of their their thing. So if you see them, check them out. They uh, they show who painted these things, and they're apparently limited edition. So you could collect them if you want. Hey, or look up the artists and you buy some of their collect art. Collect them if you want. Hey. Um, all that being said, the beer is pretty good. Um, pretty good. It uh, it delivered on most of what it said. It's definitely uh, you know fruit forward. A little bit of. A little bit of IPA bitterness in the back end there, which I like. Um, I like it. It just didn't go above and beyond for me. Yeah. Um, but smooth, drinkable, fruity. Good. Good. I'll give it a four and a half. I'd say it deserves a four. It It is. It's it's good. It's a solid New England IPA. Uh, <coughs> hoppy, but not too hoppy. You know, not really very not bitter at all. Really, not no real no real bitterness. You get any? Notes I get a, I get a little bit at the very end. Yeah, I guess. There's just not a lot of character around it, besides that. That's what I was looking for. The word character. It's not. <clears throat> it doesn't have much character. Yeah. To it. it doesn't really. There's not much else to it. It's it's good. It's the thing is. There's just so many of these on the market. Like, if you were, say, at their brewery, it'd be a solid choice. But, like, you could get a better New England IPA. Well, you could and get a better IPA, period. New England's and Hazy's are just so overdone. Yeah. I'm tired of them. Yeah. I don't want any more. Yeah. It's just like video games, there are too many of them. It's too many. It's too much. Yeah. So. We don't need any more. If I was a brewery, I... If I was a brewery. <laughs> if I owned a brewery, I wouldn't even... I probably... Wouldn't even make one at this point. Yeah. I mean, I know that would be a detriment to my sales, to my bottom line. Mm. But I just probably wouldn't even make a hazy because I'm like, no, fuck you. Go somewhere. You go to Publix and get a hazy. Yeah. Get a thousand hazies. Here, you're going to get, you're going to drink whatever the fuck is (laughs) in my fucking barrels. That's what. I'm the brewery. (laughs) I'm the brewery. I'm the brewery. (laughs) All right. So. A four for me and a four and a half for you, good sir. That is right. 
You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. My name is Marco Dupa. That guy right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yay, yay. And this has been the One Bear In Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. And have a beautiful evening. We love you. That's the feeling. Yeah. Uh, you're natural going in your mouth. <laughs>